Hey, it's George and Jess. Your journey of self-discovery starts here. So we both stepped out of our uh, comfort zone a little bit this weekend. I don't really, I, I didn't think that you really did though. Oh, I definitely did. Why? Tell people what you did this weekend if they weren't if they weren't listening last late last week. So I did a presentation. I was um, hosted a breakout session at a statewide moms conference on Saturday morning, and I spoke on fashion and developing your personal style. The reason that it was out of my comfort zone was because, to this point, all of my experience, like presenting, is someone else's material. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like I'm right. either reading a script, hosting an event, or I'm presenting for work and talking about our company or one of our initiatives. Yeah. So on Saturday, I presented my own stuff and that was- You were kind of freewheeling it. It was a bit nerve wracking, but it went really well. So it was, it did feel out of my comfort zone until I started talking. And then you were completely good. And then I was like, oh- I know, I know this stuff. Right. And it went well. And you like well, went I, out of your comfort zone in a different way. Well, on Friday, uh, Clara's kindergarten class had a field trip and they went to the Children's Museum of Southern Minnesota, which is a fantastic place. So I, I volunteered to kind of, I don't know, I don't know what my job was. But You're a chaperone. I don't know if they, they use that word anymore. They just said volunteers. Oh. But- I went down there, met them there. The kids came off the bus and uh, I was assigned you know, to be responsible for four little girls. It was Clara and three of her friends. And I'll be honest with you, the teachers and the staff at the school take care of everything. <laughs> so it was fun to be down there and watch the kids and observe them in their environment because I'd never really been mm -hmm. there for an hour and a half while she played with her classmates and to kind of see how they all interact and do their thing. And it was awesome. It was because initially I didn't know what to expect. Sure. And again, the, the staff knowing that I'm as incompetent as I am when it comes to <laughs> kindergarten, I am not kidding. They were just like, you know, it was fun to just be one of the parents. And there were many of us yeah. that were there to just kind of help wrangle the crew and make sure that they, you know, we're, we're taken care of because she was like, <clears throat> Jill, my uh, Clara's uh, kindergarten teacher said, she handed me a post-it. She was like, these are the four girls. If they need anything while they're here, they will come find you. And I was like, are, they, are you sure? Oh, they did. Yeah. They knew exactly. They were like, this is your person. <laughs> and I'm not kidding. We're there 15 minutes. And one of the, one of Clara's classmates comes up to me and goes, I have to go potty. And I'm like, oh, God, now, you know, what you, do I do? you know what you do with your own daughter, right? So I just f helped her find the bathroom sure. and then waited outside, right? So she could go in and there was a lot of that going on. Mm -hmm. It was bring them over to the bathroom, make sure that <laughs> nobody, because there was one little guy that got in and the lady that was responsible for him was waiting outside the door and somehow or another, he slipped back out into the <laughs> Into the oh, actual no. museum, and it was a. But obviously, there was nobody getting out, right? But it was funny that they they move so quickly. They do, and you have to really just make sure that nobody hits the exits. As long as they were all inside the building, <laughs> I felt 
pretty good. But it was, uh, again, I, I, I always say this every time. And even through 30 years of doing radio, I ran into teachers in their environment. You really appreciate. Oh, my gosh. Yes. What they do. Yes. Because they're so good at it and they should all be paid $1 million a year. I'm not Legit. kidding. I'm not kidding. It's just insane what they do. And they're literally bringing up and educating the next generation of Americans. Right. And teaching them all of these skills. And of course, that that happens at home, too. But they're such a huge part of a kid's life. Oh, my God. Uh, especially kindergarten. I was telling Clara, I was like, I remember my kindergarten teacher probably better than most of them because she it was such an impact because when i grew up there was no daycares and there was no yeah none of this preschool and you know you just one day i got on the bus and went to kindergarten and i was kind of terrified and when i got there her name was mrs wall she made me feel like there would be good people in the world away from what i knew at home well right because that's yes. kind of your first because she experience was experience where you become aware that you exist separately from your parents right. when you get to kindergarten and you're like, Oh, I come here and like, these are the people I know. And this is my teacher and she's in charge of me while I'm here away from my mom and dad or my caretakers. And it's, it's impactful. She was, uh, yeah, I remember Mine her. Was she... Mrs. Schulte and she was very nice. And we did, Kindergarten was different then. Yeah, it was. You know, we did like colors and shapes. And it was all, and, and so much about social skills. Yeah, and like cutting. Right. And now they're like. Clara reads. Re reading literally. and writing. And I mean, literally. That, speaking I, Spanish. That's bonkers to me that she has already learned sign language, some of yep. it, right? She learns things like that. And Spanish and, and literally she reads. Oh, yeah. At, at a low level now, but she has her books, comes home and she can read books. And she's, and they do like in music class and she's like quarter note, quarter note, half note. And I'm like, yeah. you're in kindergarten. How do you know It has do all evolved way beyond the days of old. There's not even a question. So it was good. It was good. It was a good weekend. It went fast, but that, you know, they do. They, they tend to, to go that way. Um, it felt good to just get out and, do things right it, well it's be it, it should be spring there's a, it this, ain't. this happens every year in minnesota it does and i'm sure other parts of the country can relate to this as well especially some of our listeners in the upper east coast in the new england area i know for a fact that when you get to this right around may 1st you're just you're, you've had enough of winter and it should be spring it should right? be spring i'm going to nashville on Sunday for work and I looked at their extended forecast and it's not much warmer there. Well, that could change though. It's like You're in the seventies. I mean, it's, it's nice, but I expected it to be warmer. Yeah. It's, we're kind of in a little bit of a delay here, which makes me depressed. It does. We talked about this again this weekend. I'm like, man, and the, everybody, we've learned this, that most of the people that join us on our podcast on a regular basis, most of them agree that we're like, God, they just need to go someplace warm. I know. When I, I was with some friends on Tuesday last week and they're like, we are worried about George <laughs> and we think that he may need to relocate somewhere warmer. But listen, <laughs> I, I just go through this every year because I'm chomping at the bit to get the flowers out. I know. And to be able to get all of that stuff done and then sit up. It's the color. You want color back. 
you know, and we're at that point where the like the the lawns and some of that stuff are just starting to get that green tint to them. And there's small buds in the trees, but we need about another two or three weeks for things to really open up. Yeah, I just want to go outside and be comfortable. We haven't been. I, I literally, it was three weeks ago that I set the patio up and then Mother Nature just shut everything mm-hmm. off. And it's been ice cold since. I know. We had 80s and that even hit 90 one day. It was glorious. And then all of a sudden. Until it wasn't. Boom. <laughs> Nuts. <laughs> What do you got coming up for us this week? Have you? I've. I've well, I know you've been arranging some guests. I we have a lot of exciting stuff. I'm going to have there was the legalization for recreational use marijuana is moving faster than anticipated. Mm. And last week it passed the Senate vote on a party line. I think it was 34 to 33. So it's going to move through all these committees again. They're going to make the amendments. I believe this is how this happens because they've got to get, agree on some things. And then it will hit the governor's desk and he will sign off on it. He already said he's will. he will. Last week, again, Lieutenant Governor Flanagan also posted, we need to get this done. This is ridiculous, right? And so it sounds like, and I don't know, this is why I'm having the CBD centers back out because these guys are on top of it and they understand it. And uh, we're going to chat about what this means because it's it's it was the pace at which it was moving that was had a lot of people confused. And now it sounds like this is there's confusion as to what will happen this summer. Mm-hmm. There's there's rumors that you will be able to legally possess and even grow cannabis, but not they won't have the retail shops open for about another year because they've got to hammer that all that stuff out. They don't, that may move faster now. So it's up to the committees. I don't, you know, I'm not really, I believe. At the Capitol at this point. Well, I think they're going to have to, again, everybody's going to have to give something here. So what does that mean? But it sounds like. We know how that goes. Right. (laughs) But it sounds like the possession laws. Yeah. And growing your own is going to be coming, is going to be a thing quicker than. Interesting. The actual shops. I actually was, I visited the Capitol for a meeting and got a chance to sit in on a committee meeting, Yeah, which I thought I was expecting to be very boring. It was a finance committee meeting. It was fascinating to watch them like the back and forth and the voting and like they would request, you know, let's change this line and they would say why. And then someone would counter. It was really interesting to watch. So I think that a lot of that is what's going to go on over mm-hmm. the next few months here. And I think that uh, we'll have to kind of just wait and see. Like I said, there's so much involved that I don't know what's happening, but I know it's moving quicker than they initially thought. So uh, we're, we're, I'm going to have the CBD centers back out and we're going we're gonna to talk about what's happening. And I know for some odd reason, this has got, you know, some people in an uproar and it's not it's coming there's nothing you can do to stop it right so it's just like everybody calm Move down Iowa. everybody <laughs> calm down right so we're gonna we're gonna chat about that also the pond which is a, a super new uh, and cool place that's going to be opening up 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Here uh, on our main drag, mm-hmm. Madison Avenue, in our hometown of Mankato, it's going to be an indoor three-on-three hockey rink with entertainment and stuff built on the around it on the inside, and it's going to be cool. It's going to be a, in in this part of the country. Hockey's a big thing, and it's yeah. going to be a chance for youth to come in and really learn a lot of the uh, the fundamentals of the game. And I think they're going to have pickleball courts. I'm not sure exactly, and like a, some entertainment venue um, opportunities. And There's a brewery, a Crooked Pint, I think. Crooked Pint, and, and yeah. Green Mill. I'm not sure. I'll have to talk to Mike. And I, I did get a hold of him last week. He's the owner, by the way. And uh, we'll, we'll chat and find out more about how that's moving along because it's really coming along And now. they're developing it in the former Shopco discount retailer, which I think is cool when yeah. when developers take those empty box stores and make them into something else. Yeah, it's just... Because they, they become an eyesore and the parking lot gets overgrown yeah. and it's right on the main drag and we get a ton of retail traffic. So it's... Yes. I love it when they, they redevelop those empty box stores into something that yeah. benefits the community. And they don't... Yeah, and they don't, just who wants empty buildings that yeah, size absolutely. just sitting around, yep. right? So yeah, there's a lot going on. And of course... Uh, there's some things happening with the city. If I, I I could probably wrangle one of the city council members. I'm I'm looking to do that, but we've got so much going on so quickly that uh, I've got to kind of pace it out here. And plus, I've, I've due to the success of the Men in Sobriety series, I've got a ton of guys that have offered to tell their story. Which is really cool. It is. It's cool. And if you've not listened to any of them, go back and check them out. The latest one I did was with Garrett Steinberg locally here. And it was fascinating to listen to these guys talk about how they uh, tackle an alcohol-free lifestyle. Yeah, and Garrett has a big Elton John tribute show coming up next month that I have penciled in on the calendar because it looks fun. I'm a huge Elton John fan. So are you. Did you listen to him uh, on that podcast? He talked about their starting the ABBA tribute as well. That sounds amazing as well. Yeah. He's he's in a band. He's a local musician and he's super talented and yeah. just great on stage. Yeah. And so hearing him talk about making that switch to an alcohol-free lifestyle and still continuing to perform. Yeah. It's cool. Plus, he's, he's our local rock star. And we're going to talk nutrition. I'm going to, I don't, that'll probably air when you're in Nashville coming up next, early next, next week. week. But I'm going to have uh, John and one of his nutrition experts, uh, health coaches from JP, are going to be coming over and sitting in the Moon Lounge. And we're going to talk about dialing in your nutrition because that is the one thing, like even people that have started, you know, this spring with a workout routine, dialing in your nutrition is so important. And if you don't do that, it what you do in the gym could seem like a lot of wasted time. Yeah. So you really and it seems have to be to the toughest it piece. Yeah. It, it's the toughest well, piece for me. To is what I've learned is you know you always you'll hear a lot when you're new to the game. You hear a lot of these guys talk about their meal prep, and I'm like, I ain't doing that. I'll just have healthy food. And that does help. I mean, it does just have healthy food in your refrigerator and mm-hmm. your cupboards. That's what you have, right? But if you if 
depending on how serious you take it and if you really want to see gains, right, and changes, you have to dial in your nutrition. Mm -hmm. If you don't do that, it, you're just, again, it's wasted effort. And for me, I feel like the meal prep would be like the next step that would make sense because my days are really busy. So having that lunch ready to go right. feels like it would make a big difference because it's so easy to be like, oh, I don't have a plan for lunch. I'm going to have Chipotle delivered or I don't have a plan for lunch. I'm going to walk over and get a burger and fries at the, right. you know, the bar across the street from my office, which is fine. But it's like when you do that multiple days every week, suddenly you're derailing a lot of your efforts. When I, uh, on that note, by the way, and without mentioning names, I'm not going to mention names, but I'm, I'm, I'm going to talk about what I'm wearing. It's this new, I think it's a blood glucose monitor. Is that it, what it's called? Yeah, I don't a, know the name of it, but it's, it's a really Dex an interesting little <laughs> gadget. It's a Dexcom G7. Now, and it's super high tech. And if you know the right people and you know you can, that's how I wound up with this, by the way, because I think these are prescription only. But <laughs> I'm not I'm not saying anything. I'm not going to, I don't know if I can or not, but I'm just going to say this because they offer samples, right, that you can get if you, and if you know a doctor who can get you one of these, it's incredible to watch because my doctor, it told me, he said, you know, because diabetes runs in my family. Mm -hmm. And that was the one last thing. And it, I'm not in a troubled area, but he goes, sometimes you, when the last test I took, he goes, you were in the average, but on the high end of it. Mm -hmm. So we'll just continue to watch that. So I'm, I'm following the information from one of these real time. Which is really cool. Literally, you can watch as you consume foods and it's just hooked up to my phone, a little patch on my arm that sends my, uh, information to my phone, wireless, obviously, and I can watch how different foods affect my blood sugar levels, which is, in, I mean, uh, real time, like weird. And so now it's, you know, I'm only on day two of this or three, and I want, and so just as I go through life, I'm paying attention and be like, mm -hmm. oh, this is up. This is down. Or if you're hungry and you need food, yeah. you can see how that all of, and you, it affects your energy levels and all of that. It's incredible information. What a neat tool for, I feel like everyone should have access to this. Because if, yeah, these things, apparently for people that battle diabetes and stuff, these things will actually interact with and work with insulin pumps mm -hmm. and everything else. And as I understand it, like once you get to where you're being diagnosed with type two diabetes, yeah. You, it's very hard to reverse. Yeah, right. But if you catch it before it gets to that point, there are a lot of things you can do with your diet um, as well as prescription medication to prevent it. It's lifestyle from, change. From developing. So yes. like that is a huge step for you to start to understand how food is, is affecting your blood sugar. Yeah, I don't, I didn't probably, I don't, necessarily need i'm not at that point yet right but, but but to have access to this and you know how i love gadgets and science and how great for as a preventative measure oh my god it's so cool and awareness so that you can better understand how your body is working yeah as I, i'm watching it it's brilliant I, because saturday night i'm like i'm gonna get down on some pizza and a donut and i'm gonna watch this right <laughs> and then i did and because I, I during the week I eat healthier, right? And I'm like, all I meant, I mean, to me, 
if I eat healthy and work out all week and on Saturday evening, I have a couple of pieces of pizza or whatever. Yeah. And a donut. I'm not going to beat myself up. You shouldn't. I'm, I'm at the point. I mean, I, uh, that's where I'm at. I'm not living like I'm working on some bodybuilding competition. So you can have those days. That's the, that's the great thing about it. Don't deny Balance. yourself that. Otherwise you'll quit. Yep. Right. So, but it is funny to watch real time your, as your body reacts to this stuff. When, it's crazy. When it was, I was reading about it online. I'm like, oh gosh, he's going to love this. Yeah. This is right up your alley with like statistics and numbers yes. and analytics and graphs. I'm like, oh geez, it's here we bonkers. go. And everybody get ready to hear a whole bunch about blood sugar. <laughs> and by the way, I am falling right in line with the average. So it's just like that, which That's is en good. encouraging yeah, news. Absolutely. But you can watch how different foods affect that in different ways. And just making sure that you're eating enough because your energy level will drop. Yep. Right. And uh, listening to uh, the, the explanation of how that all works, insulin, right? I'd, I had somebody who knows all of that break it down for me on a very lay level, which is which where is I'm so, at. Right. And I had never thought about it. And it was explained like we were. 10 years old. Right. But that's what I need when it comes to that. Same. Type of stuff. And I was yeah. like, oh, I've never thought about what insulin does. Right. Or what blood sugar even means. You know, you right. hear that term and it's like, oh, yeah, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. And like, this is why if you eat this type of food, you feel like this. Because right. this is what's happening inside your body. Yes. So, and like, there oh, you, you should eat an anti inflammatory diet. I've heard that a million times, but I'm like, what does that even mean? So it's quite fascinating when you when you start to put it all together. It is. I'm telling you, a healthy diet solves a lot of problems. Food is medicine. It is not even a question. Don't even get me started on that stuff. So that's so we're gonna have them in. We're gonna chat with them about nutrition because it's you're we're heading into a time of year. Mm -hmm. It's believe it or not. It is going to warm up at some point and we're going to be able to go outside and hang out. Go to the pool. Yeah, go so we're going to do all of that stuff. But this is the time of year where everybody is what happens is from January till about now, everybody starts thinking about getting back in shape. And then when you get to the sunshine and the warmer temps, a lot of the get togethers and you know, the more alcohol gets consumed and more bad food and all of that. So there's ways to work your way through that as you head into the warmer months and maintain your fitness. So when you get to the fall, you're not back to <laughs> back to starting, the starting, line. starting over again. That's insane. So yeah, we've got a lot coming up this week and man, we've had a bang few weeks here. So that's good. And uh, bang few weeks. another thing I want to get in, geez, I got just guest after guest after guest, but I want to talk to the Minnesota river Valley drug task force. Oh Yeah because of the talk about some of the issues that I want, I want, I want their take on legal cannabis because mm -hmm. it's coming and they do have an opinion. And I also want to talk about fentanyl and some of the other stuff nope, that they are worried about issues in this area because it's gaining steam. And it's not like when a lot of us were kids and it was just the stoners in the class and marijuana was the big, was the big thing that everybody talked about. It's gotten way, yeah. It, it's gone way beyond that. Yeah, and it's and in it's dangerous. The small towns, it's yeah. everywhere. It's it's very dangerous stuff. So a lot of people and a lot of stuff to talk about. And hopefully at some point here soon, it'll warm up.
On that note, have yourself a fantastic week, and we'll be back with you again tomorrow morning.